0: What's up, fellas? Welcome back to another episode of the Public Announcement Podcast. And today we have an interesting topic to talk about, and we're going to be discussing how hedonism is a dysfunctional ideology that doesn't work. Now, the word ideology is maybe a bit strong for hedonism, but I would dare to say that in terms of living your life or the fear your life, it can be easily said it's an ideology. I wouldn't quite say it's maybe an ideology as fascism or communism or dangerous like those, but it does possess dangers for the individual that I think are important to address. So for those ones who don't know what hedonism is, it's basically the idea that you take a time frame, let's say a day, a month or something, and in that time frame you try to maximize your pleasure over suffering so at the end of the day you will have like you will have like net suffering and net pleasure and net pleasure will be greater and if you do that you succeed it. it's a very simple theory of life and i would dare to say it's quite logical right nobody wants to just suffer out of the blue the entire day nobody just wants to you know be unhappy or not be in pleasure as one might say throughout the day and therefore the theory sounds kind of logical but, but, there come problems, there do come problems with the motto hedonism above all and with the entire hedonistic mindset that make people not really do anything and just kind of sit around and not do anything. And we're going to discuss why that is happening, but I would just like to say that hedonism, while it might be a maybe a logical idea or it might seem logical at first, It's destructive, and it's destructive for an individual, and destructive in a society which goes from one extreme to another. We seem not to be kind of uh, in center anymore when it comes to beliefs. It's either one extreme or second extreme. There is very little people who can kind of like go and say, okay, I do agree with this part, but at the same time I don't agree with this part, right? You know what I'm saying, right? That you have an ideology and you agree with certain parts and certain not. Many people are just like full-on commies or full-on fascists or full-on liberals or full-on anarcho-communists or anarcho-capitalists. I I think that exists too. You know what I'm saying, right? So, yeah, that's that's the problem. So, and the same is, you know, uh, true with hedonism, Because people use it as an excuse for laziness. They just say say like, oh, well, I'm a hedonist. Because doing nothing is pleasurable, right? It's much, much, much more pleasurable than doing something, right? You just kind of rest. You don't have to do anything. Uh, Some people might feel the urge to do something uh, for the sake of doing something. And they might not really feel that comfortable in doing nothing. But just doing nothing, just the activity. I think we can all agree that it's pleasurable. And people like these, people that are hedonists, do this all day. They they either binge watch a show, or they play video games, or they don't, don't really do anything, they don't really act. They sort of just do these little mindless pleasures, and when one pleasure doesn't entertain them anymore, they go to the next one, so they go out often, or they taste wine in big quotation marks, or they get a doobie or whatnot. right? And they just somehow get through the day with these small pleasures there is nothing really that they that they need except these pleasures and but the another thing is they're not producing any product they're not i wouldn't directly say product but they're not doing anything with themselves even i think that the point of each day should be that you should overcome yourself in a way and become at least a slightly better version of yourself than you were yesterday which means that you have to put in some hours clock in some hours you have to do something to make yourself better or to make your situation better. Otherwise, you're just going to be stationary. And people who are stationary are the first ones to get eaten when something bad happens. People who don't run or people who don't do stuff. And that's the entire dynamic. That's the thing that um, I hate about hedonism. That For people, it is an excuse to just sit around and not do anything. And the theory is to blame. Because you might say, well, it's the people who to blame. But no, the theory is is to blame. And that's why I would like to move on to the actual dynamic that it kind of creates. And that it kind of promotes. So for the people who say that the theory is not at fault, but it's rather the people. Uh, let's kind of explain why the theory is in, uh, is in the wrong here. I would dare to say so. What hedonism often does is connects pleasure with happiness. So it's like, well, you maximize your pleasure and therefore you maximize your happiness. And that's not always true. If hedonism, and let's hear, let's kind of like look at this, would say oh, maximize your happiness, I would have much less problem with it. And I'm sure there is a definition where it says that, but it's that little difference in words of pleasure and happiness, which many people connect towards, right? They're like, oh, this is a pleasurous activity, and this is a happy activity, or this is a joyful activity, right? They say that, but each of those words have different little meanings, and I don't like to be in walking Oxford dictionary. But pleasure does not equal happiness. Just because something is pleasurable, there is no direct correlation that is gonna make you happy, at least for Maybe for a short while, yeah, I mean, you can make that argument that for a short while, for sure. But long while is not going to make you happy or satisfied, many of these things. Look at people who are addicts, right? When, when, they, when they do the addiction, for example, somebody is an addicted smoker and he wants to quit or she, right? So whenever he or she tries to quit, uh, there just comes the feeling like Let's smoke another cigarette and they do and for three seconds they're happy and then they're not. After the tobacco leaves their body, they're, they're disappointed, actually. It causes them more pain, more net pain than happiness. The same is with porn. We all had the after porn syndrome or after nut syndrome, where we just kind of lose interest in the video that previously turned us on. That, that, that is exactly this, right? You, you want to achieve maximum happiness or more net happiness than net suffering. But in doing so, you confuse pleasures with happiness. And then when the pleasure is gone, it causes you more suffering than you would ever gain with that pleasure. And you have to look for a new one and the cycle repeats itself. And at some point in your life, if you continue like this, you are going to be looking back and saying like, what have I done? Is my entire life just one big pleasure dome? And essentially speaking, yeah, you will have nothing to prove that it isn't. You will have no work behind you, no nothing to be proud of. Let's say somebody who works his ass off to publish a book, right? And then he publishes it, even if it doesn't sell. That book, that physical copy of the book, is something that the man or the woman can be proud of. They can put it into a shelf, they can look at it, and it's something they have done. There was at least an attempt. But when you don't have anything except pleasures, right? You have some consoles, you have some cheap food at your fridge, you have a TV... Uh, there is nothing really that can prove to you that your life was worth it. And you get all these thoughts like what am I doing here? What am I still trying to do? What am I why am I still here? You still you, you get those thoughts and it's an awful feeling to be at. And it's even worse when you have nothing to prove to yourself that you are worth the time and space life has given you. And this happens when you derive happiness from short pleasures. And long term, as I mentioned, you are going to be worse off from these short pleasures. Often than not, happiness is derived from a certain work and the result. You work hard for something which is unpleasurable and then you are pleasured or then you are happy or satisfied that the product is functioning, the product is working, the product is there and you have something physical or even not physical that you can see, that you can hold, that you can maybe feel that is yours that is just your work and your effort and that creates such a long lasting emotion of happiness satisfaction and pride that i don't think any 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 short-term pleasure can even get close to this and that is the important thing that people need to understand about the hedonism that it promotes short-term pleasures over long-term satisfaction And another thing that we have to kind of address is that hedonism is unsustainable when talking about large society. If everybody would be hedonist, there would be nobody doing the actual work. And uh, just as many theories, for example, communism, hedonism, I could imagine, would work for a very small group of people, right? And even then, I cannot imagine that there would be nobody doing the work Maybe they would just buy off the food or buy off the resources from somewhere, I guess. I don't know. But uh, no, but not everybody can be hedonist. It's not really sustainable. There has to be somebody doing the hard label, the work, the behind the work, behind the products that you buy and that you can consume. And stuff like that, that has to be made by somebody. And that somebody cannot be a hedonist because if he or she was, he or she wouldn't come to work. Because that is not net pleasurable. Working is not pleasurable. It's actually the exact opposite of it. And they would have not maximized their net pleasure during that day. So they would fail uh, fail the hedonism theory. And hedonism above all. I do not directly despise hedonism. I I do hate the theory. But I do think that there is something logical that we can kind of like think about. That people just try to, you know... Uh, get to the bottom of how to be happy forever. And that's, ex- that's what hedonism wants you to do. That's the bottom line goal of hedonism. And while I identify the goal as noble, I don't think hedonism is the way you or anybody should use to get there because it's not uh, something that is sustainable in the long. The dynamic doesn't work. It makes you lazy. It makes you have depressions. It makes you uh, revalue your life. And all these types of hard stuff that if you would work and if you would focus on something and that something would then be created, let's say, you would not have to deal with these kind of dilemmas and problems. It would all be, all be kind of natural. And that's why I advocate that you leave hedonism and just work with the simple motto that every day you have to, you have to outdo yourself or you have to get a bit better than, um, than you were yesterday. And that's all you need in life to do daily that's 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 literally all 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 that there is to it you know all right so thank you for watching or watching listening to this episode to this ramble of a man and i hope you enjoyed it i hope you liked it and as i remind each each and every time we have an email account uh No, wait, we have a newsletter account where you can sign your email and you'll get our newsletter with the freshest news from the week plus weekly episode updates, like when the episode came out. And if there is something important happening with the channel, an update or something, then that is also listed there. So uh, make sure to do that, make sure to... um check that one out it literally takes five seconds the link is in the description of the podcast and yeah that's all for today thank you so much and uh try to outdo yourself fellers bye bye